One, two, one, two. Test, test. One, two, one, two. They say they feel it, but they never feel it. On this grind, stacking money till it hit the ceiling. Don't group me with no niggas that ain't thinking billions. See, I'm focused on this dream, trying to make it realer. Look, who shit popping, niggas stopping. Yo guys, it's Brian, aka I might go away for a while, but we'll talk about that later. And yo, it's your co-host Jimmy. You know how it goes. This is Six Period. Yeah. So Brian, can you explain to the people what exactly is Six Period? Uh, Sixth Period is a feeble, now turned strong attempt at us starting a podcast for our umbrella company, uh, PS Forty Eighty, which started out as a blog years ago between you and me because we were just sick and tired and we still are kind of sick and tired of the yeah i mean we've, we've gone through a couple of different aliases we were at one time uh double xs uh which yeah. is a great name wow yeah i forgot about yes that. we were dude Damn. that's that was the first yes. that was the origin and then uh we became like just ps for a little bit then we're ps 4080 yeah um and yeah so we originally started as a blog because we were upset about other blogs and then you know eventually we we're just like you know what the blog game is kind of not as great as it always should be so yeah we're gonna try to venture off into some other stuff and brian had a great idea to do mixtapes uh, and yeah. albums yeah so we started making compilation albums we had enough i feel like artists people in the music in our rolodex where we could basically make a compilation album of all exclusive music from artists around the world and surprisingly a lot of artists were down right from the get-go and We've just been doing it every year ever since. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll be doing more projects. We have one kind of in in work in progress right now from a couple artists from Chicago, but yep. we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, and we also have the the fourth one, which uh, is called Airplane Mode, and you'll probably be hearing us mention that like routinely for the next couple of weeks. So yes. uh, look forward for that. That's going to be we're hoping to get that out in May. So we're excited about that. Uh, but six period is like he said our our attempt to do a podcast. How to get it really started, uh, get it rolling. You know, we just want to try something new. Always looking to innovate. Always. Yeah. So that's the real deal. I think I think we should back up though for some listeners. Uh, why we're called PS Forty Eighty? Because every time I do explain that to people, they're always like, "Oh, that's such a cool name. Like, <laughs> it's a cool story behind it." Yeah. Um, so you know, we both went to school in New York, um, and you actually went to a public school in New York yes. in the city. Shouts out to PS Forty Six. Yeah, um, I did not. But we basically wanted to find a common thread, and that's what we found between us. And public school, but we wanted to make up a number, a school that didn't exist. Um, So typically, yes, New York school, public schools are numbered, um, and we chose 4080. Yeah, it it actually was kind of a crazy naming process because we had three numbers originally that we were thinking about. One was a number that I totally forgot. I think it might have been like something in the 60s. Uh, and another one was um, 94 because I was a big fan of 1994. And then 4080 was because uh, of a tribe song, Check the Rhyme, industry rule number 4080, record uh, industry people are shady, which is kind of funny because we're technically now in the record industry a little bit, yeah, but we're in a periphery. Like when you say industry yeah. record label, like that's, we're talking about like the big, you yeah, know. the big boys, the Sony's, yeah. the Atlantic, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, those guys. Warner. 
the Warners, yeah, those kind of universals, those guys. Uh, and obviously, we're working our way to get there. Uh, one day, we will be shady. We're working our way to becoming palm trees is what I'm really trying to get get at. Super palm trees. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and 4080 just really stuck, uh, especially when we broke it down to 4080. I think it just rolls off the tongue. And yeah. here we are. Yeah. Yep. In Bed-Stuy, New York. Hell yeah. Being PS4080. Bed-Stuyvesant, the liveest one. To the fullest. To the fullest. Um, so... Yeah, so this is this is the first episode. We have tried to do these episodes before. In fact, some of our listeners have been on those episodes. Yeah. Uh, and are probably like, where is the fuck the footage going to go? And I can tell you right now, nowhere. <laughs> they are going to stay on my computer forever and ever. In the vault. Exactly. I mean, everybody has to have a vault one day or someday. So we have ours now. Maybe we'll put them out. I mean, there's definitely some gems in there. Oh, yeah. I mean... You'll randomly see some like ads that we'll produce or something. We'll just have some people talk in the background. And some of those same people that we had on those episodes will definitely be on the episodes later. So yeah. you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I guess the purpose of this is an excuse for us to kind of just talk about some recent events, things that are going on in, in the world, mostly music, hip-hop related. Um, and because we figure, you know, there's a billion voices out there commenting on it anyway. Why not add another one? But, you know, we'd like to think we have a little bit more to say. Yeah, I mean, if you know us, you know that we're quite cynical about a lot of things uh, in life. And so a lot of our takes are going to be on the cynic kind of side of things. Uh, this will be a positive mixtape. We do follow the tenets of bassism. But at the same time, we don't like a lot of shit. And we are not afraid to say that we don't like a lot of shit. Yeah. We're not going to be Charlemagne, obviously. No. But... Uh, there will be some I'm not as big as Charlemagne so even if I was like trying to be that bitter like people would probably come at me and like I would lose yeah yeah definitely I like I, if, if somebody thanks tried for to... the vote <laughs> <laughs> no no Brian you, you would lose a thousand percent <laughs> there's no doubt about it alright alright uh, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it if somebody pressed me I would probably lose as well so don't even worry about that um, I'd jump in at some point I, I can't say the same okay that's fine <laughs> it's all on the table now I'm just playing my cards, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, no, we're just going to talk about, mostly it's going to be a lot about the new music coming out. Uh, we hope to have some guests. Uh, I mean, that's not super crazy. People have already said they want to be involved, yeah, or at yeah. least on some shows. But we're going to just talk about the music that we've been listening to the past couple of weeks. Um, we, oh, we, we post some uh, some playlists on our website all frequently, so we'll just kind of dive, dive into those sometimes. Uh, yeah. And just kind of get into some shit, you know, just talk about the news and all that kind of stuff, which, I mean, this week was dominated by, you know, one shocking piece to me, piece of news, and that's uh, R.I.P. Craig Mack. Yeah, R.I.P. Craig Mack, R.I.P. Stephen Hawking mm. as well. Um, but yeah, Craig Mack, I feel like it's weird when people die too, right? Because they obviously, you know, there's a, a sudden in spike in streams. I don't know if Craig Mack uh, kind of it's a weird way to say it, but benefited from that in a sense. But yeah, people, people appreciate things now and people more once they die, mm. which is kind of messed up. Um, obviously like when the Oscars and Grammys do that bit where they in, do like the RIP of all the people who died. Memoriam. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, people kind of remember, Oh yeah, that right. That's right. That person died. And you know, it's just passing, um, you know, whether it's a fault of someone's for not caring more about these older people, you know, that's a whole nother argument. But um, yeah, Craig Mack passed, you know, Diddy, a lot of people who were around when Craig Mack first started, like, you know, definitely gave their props to him because he was, I think he was the first artist signed to uh, Bad Boy. And 
I, I don't, yeah, I'm not going to say that I know his whole discography. Obviously, everyone knows Flavor in the Ear. Um, I don't even know if people know the original, but they know the remix, um, which is a classic song. The music video is a classic music video. Um, the intro, obviously, you know, is, gets its inspiration from Warriors, um, which is a film that I actually watched with my sister, who is in high school, and she just laughed at it the whole time because she thought it was just so corny. If I didn't know your sister and I didn't have love for your sister, I would pro- probably ban her, but I'll let this one pass. All right? I tell her that she gets a pass on this one. You're like the Pope of fucking hip hop. Yes. You like excommunicate people. Yes. I've, I've been known to do that. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually in that group of people that totally forgot about Craig Mack. Okay. Um, not that I didn't know his music, but until I saw his name, I wasn't thinking about Craig Mack, like at all. Yeah, no, you know, I mean, and there he's was no reason to really exactly, and he's a, he's a young, he was young, he was like fifty six or something like that, right? Uh, forty seven. Even you know, that's well, even yeah, younger. Even younger, yeah. Uh, I know he was battling some illness for a, quite a while, or I don't think this was like a sudden death. I uh, think it was just a well kept secret. Yeah, I forget someone tweeted, or yeah, I think it was like, uh, well, Eric Sermon apparently was like working on a new album with him, mm-hmm. and he was telling him, I think that he was not feeling well at the time. This mm-hmm. was months ago. So it's not like this was a complete shock. So we knew that he was ill, but all of a sudden, yeah, he, he suffered from heart failure. Um, and then he passed while he was in South Carolina, although he's originally from Jersey. Yeah, it is, it is a shame, um, you know, that his career didn't necessarily go as explosively as a lot of people predicted because he was bad boy and bad boy was just too hot to trot and, you know, when they started up. But, um, you know, he did, for what we can say, tell, he did live a really good life. Um, and you know, he has fans worldwide and his fans came out and they poured out a ton of love for him. And, you know, it's great that he's actually in the news again. Just, I mean, I wish the circumstances weren't what they were, but it's great that we could have a moment to like, remember somebody that did really, really matter to, to hip hop in a major way. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even know his first album went gold. So that's, that's definitely an accomplishment as well. Yeah. I mean, I think he got dropped because the second album didn't sell anything i think uh it actually well it says that it, it, it charted at 17 on r&b in in the states mm. um but that didn't receive any riaa certifications mm. um but yeah i mean who knows i'm kind of curious to see what his music now would have sounded like what he was working on so i hope that some parts of it come out at some point and maybe the you know the sales goes towards his family or whatever foundation they might set up in his name yeah i'm, I'm really hoping that they don't um you know that he, he his album. that and they could stay away from what they did with Jay Dilla and that Detroit album that came out a couple of years ago that yeah. was just a really poorly done um you know RIP to him as well yeah. but sometimes when these artists have music that's in the vaults that's when they kind of all the people that need the money that the family need the money they they kind of get swept into this frenzy of just like let me release something so we can get some benefit from all the stuff that he recorded and i hope that they don't just go and uh, do that, or someone doesn't take advantage of them and just do that, but they take their time and really make a good album for Craig Mack. I think Eric Sermon will do that. I'm just a little weary because I haven't heard Eric Sermon's music since oh, EPMD, wow. yeah. and I, I don't really want to hear I it. I think anymore. they're supposed to go on tour also, so they might also be working on new music. So everybody, if you hear a stampede of Timberlands, yes. uh, oversized jackets, and 50-year-old men get up from playing dominoes. Secure your belongings. It's because the EPMD show is in your town. Uh, yeah. 
But that, that makes me think, like, it's always a weird thing when you hear an album's coming out from someone who died because that means, well, most of the times it, it means that someone's stepping in and finishing the, the vision without the original artist, which is, it's impossible to, like, almost do. So, like, when Diddy did the Biggie duets, like, you know, I like to certain some tracks off that, but it probably would have been different if Biggie was around. Or maybe that's not a great example because Diddy also took the reins, you know, really strongly on pretty much every Biggie project. But like Prince, like you know, like when when these artists die, like when if this Craig Mack album comes out, like it's not going to sound like probably what it would have sounded like originally, for better or for worse. Um, and it's just I would love to be in the studio, like hearing the decisions being made, like why should we feature this person, like mm. why are we starting this verse here, or. Yeah, that's that. That could be a whole documentary or, in itself. Or why this track over that track? Because right. I'm sure he has more than 25 tracks that yeah. are in the vault. So if he has like 60 tracks, why do they choose this track over that track? Is that track bad? Are they trying to plan it to have another album after this one? You know, I, and I'm kind of the reason I have that thought is because another uh, almost. Uh, another album from somebody that we lost too soon just released this week and we actually sat down and listened to a little bit together uh that new Jimi hendrix album oh yeah and that one sounded like a straight like he was recording music and it wasn't really yeah. he didn't think that it was going to be put out there like that but it did some a lot of it sounded pretty good yeah regardless so i wonder yeah. if it's gonna be like that yeah i mean there are a bunch of tracks off i feel like i don't know if this is true but i feel like i read somewhere that when jimmy like recorded music it was just him he didn't really have a band, I think. I think he would record his part kind of separate. So I think that's kind of what they did with this album and, and just kind of built a band around it and like used members that he already played with or, or other tracks that were other recorded. Yeah, there are a bunch of tracks on there that were basically studio versions or different versions of songs that he had already put out. Some of them featured like other singers over them. Um, some of them were just all together new songs for him, which was which is dope to see. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's just weird to, to say... Like, obviously, you can just say if you like it or not, but if it's the original, what it was supposed to sound like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've lost some, we've lost a good amount of people uh, already in the last six months, and, uh, you know, we have to wait and see what's going to happen. Um, yeah. But going from, from death to life, I guess. <laughs> um, one thing I kind of wanted to touch on that is. Just constantly in, in the news, it's never like, you know, the, the headline that every um, site is kind of covering, but it's just like the kids of, of famous celebrities or artists. And it always just kind of freaks me out when, when they put them in such a light. And sometimes the artists do it themselves. So like, for example, DJ Khaled's son, Assad. Like, I don't think you can see Khaled without Assad by him. Yeah. Like at the, um, what was it, the, the iHeart Music Awards, I think, that just happened on this Sunday. Like, he was one of the co-hosts. And then, like, there's a scene where they had, like, Assad up in, like, the production booth and, like, headphones and stuff, like, fake directing things around. But it's like, what if Assad grows up to be the most introverted kid that's, like, super into rocket science and, like, wants to work for um, Elon Musk, you know? And... Jesus Christ. See, the problem is, in the future that Assad's growing up in, everybody's going to be working for either Elon Musk or Bezos. Bezos, yeah. So it doesn't really... He's going to, whether he wants to or not, he's going to be working for Elon Musk. So right. that's just talking about reality. Yeah, and then it's like, I, I think about, like, if I was the child of a famous person, A, um, this podcast would be way bigger. Um, Facts, though. Yeah, way more funding. But it's just like, 
I, and then I get to a certain age and I look back and it's like maybe I'd be ashamed or embarrassed by certain things that my parent would have had me done. Well, I mean, that's, that just comes with growing up. I look back on stuff that I had to do and I wasn't a f- child of a famous person. If you don't know that, I was a child of a pastor and a principal. So some of the embarrassing stuff they had me do was tutoring. Right. So like, like, you know, I, I, every child will forever have the embarrassing moments that keep them up at night because that's when you have to remember them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just going to come with the territory. Now, I think Assad is lucky because is luckier than other kids in the fact that he's doing all this while he's a baby. So he's not going to remember any of this. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? By the time he starts talking and running around and being just the complete monster that kids are, uh, he'll probably, Khaled would probably not want to take him everywhere. So he's not going to really have to worry That's about true. that anymore. That's true. You know? So maybe, maybe Khaled will kind of ease up on him once he's a teenager and like not bring him everywhere. Let him actually become a human. Yeah. In yeah. his own right. Not even. The kids get crazy around three. So I guarantee around two or three, nobody's going to want to... Cal is not going to want to have a terrible two-year-old around him while he's touring Australia. That's true. All right? There's no way. With Demi Lovato. Yeah. One of the strangest tickets... Yeah. Not as strange as Lord and Art and Run the Jewels, which yeah. is very strange. I'm very curious as to who put that together. Somebody who's crazy. <laughs> Somebody was like, yo, I'm mad high right you now. You have to be pretty bipolar. For yeah. <laughs> like, you literally just like want to cry. You know Royals and Killer Mike. That right. makes sense. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's roll with that. Let's roll with that, you know. But it's weird, too. Like, they, they actually put out a song recently together where, uh, I guess, LP remixed one of her songs, and then they both rapped over it. Mm-hmm. And it worked really well. But, like, in the sense that, like, you know, it works when Lord enters Run the Jewels' universe. I don't know <laughs> if I want to hear a song <laughs> of Run the Jewels entering Lord's sad, sad world. Have you listened to her last album? Yes. Is it as good as everybody says it is? Um, I don't know how good people are saying that it is. It was nominated for uh, album of right, the year, and people right. said oh, okay, she should have won. Right, so, right. um, I think her or Kendrick. Right, right. I mean, I think she. Yeah, I liked it a lot actually. Um, it's definitely for me at least. It's a, a, an album you, you listen when you're in a certain mood. You mm-hmm. can't listen to it at any time of the day. Uh, I mean, unless you know you work in as a mortician, that could work any time of the day. <laughs> You know, after lunch break. But yeah, for me, like, if you like your soul to hurt, <laughs> if your mood is soul pain, right? But not like a sharp like jab, but like, like imagine just being smushed by like a really fat lineman, just like into the wall, making your soul into a diamond yeah. the most depressing way possible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, I did like it though. Um, there's some song, yeah, good songs on there. Um, I don't remember any anybody's song name particularly, um, but yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to... Yeah, maybe want to get into like a really bad breakup again. Or if I lose somebody in my life, which would mm-hmm. both be pretty horrible things. I, yeah. I might go back to that. I'm not going to wish for either of those two things to happen. Thank you. Um, but I'm also going to have to you know, stare us to another album that both of us probably, if we had the choice, would not listen to. Okay. Um, no Is offense. It logic? It's logic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's logic. Bobby, what what is it? What's Bobby his name? Tarantino Bobby Tarantino. I kept two. as I listened to Bobby Tarantino today, I saw a advertisement for yeah. the new Al Pacino movie that's coming oh, out okay. for HBO about uh, Bobby oh, um, Paterno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kept wanting to call it Bobby Paterno, but oh, I was like, that's God. not yeah. the same no. guy. But you know what? This album is never touching the heights that Bobby Paterno <laughs> did. All right, this <laughs> like, is true. Like this is true. I actually listened to it uh, when it came out. 
um, because just the sucker in me, I always listen to albums, even if I know I'm not gonna like all the songs, like I'm just also super into beats, so I'll, like listen for really cool beats, look up the producers just to do my research. Um, but I listen to the to most of it. And now I kind of just group him in the same world as I do with like, say, B.O.B. Or, I mean, minus the fact that I hope Logic doesn't believe that the earth is flat. Um, uh, he does. <laughs> um, but He likes his name. It's, ir- it's ironic. Or, or like Asher Roth. Um, so like I group these artists in a sense that they're... And it's obviously very generational. It's like specific maybe to just us and our group of friends. But it's like I, I put them under this label of college rappers. Mm. So like these are rappers that like I thought were really dope when I was in college. Mm-hmm before I got into the offerings of what the weird and like more unique sounding things were on the internet. Mm. So, you know, these songs could have gone, you know, on the radio or just been played at house parties. It could have gone either way. But to me, it's still immature uh, kind of hip hop to me in the sense mm-hmm. that like the topics are rapping about is not immature. Like, oh, why'd you make that stupid dick joke? It's more just like the bars, the flows, the rhythm, the, the structure for everything is just not as interesting to me i i think that's probably his biggest that's probably his biggest flaw this album isn't offensive right it's that's not why i don't like it i don't like it because i think any of the songs are like oh this song is actually ass i think every single song is okay if you don't know what good rap actually or innovative rap sounds like. right obviously that's subjective to us yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like and and it's subjective also to the sense where it's like kids now in high school and college who are listening to this and i hope it's more more high school but they just don't know like they're not doing their homework as much mm-hmm. um and i think well i mean it was i know for me when i was going in, in high school it was already intimidating to do the research of just those things what 20 years 30 years maybe mm-hmm. of just doing the 30 year research and now these new kids going to right. high school have to do 40 years of weird right. research right. so it's a little bit more intimidating so I, I don't feel bad they don't know about you know KRS and all of them but at the same time I do think that logic is good if you don't necessarily even listen to good rap now like even yeah. if you don't even do your research about like why do you like Drake right he has two songs on this tape that literally is just Drake. Yeah. And Drake is taking people other people's flow. So it's like right. it's like th- three it's like the third cousin twice removed flow that he's using on here. Like it, it this crazy he sounds like every single rapper that's out right now. And that's the problem. He sounds like everybody else and I don't really give a fuck about what he's talking about. To be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, I mean and that that's the thing too. It's like the topics that he chooses probably don't hit home as much for us as a teenager because it's I, I, how old is, is Logic? He's not even that old, right? No, he's, but he's he is married. He drops he that married. he drops that he five at least five times per song. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. No, it's, it's, oh, he's the same age as me. He is twenty eight years old. Okay, shame on you, Logic, for not <laughs> just picking everything up in a sense. But like, obviously, you have a market. You're doing well. You're fucking selling that tour. It's great for you. I saw you live. It was a great show. Not gonna lie, dude. Okay, so I believe you that he's a great show because yeah. you know who I saw that was a great show. Who? Fucking G Easy. Oh yeah, no, he also has a great, great show. show. Yeah. Great show. Great live show. Horrible music. Yeah, <laughs> like, I might go not horrible. See... Let me let me pull that back. Yeah. But... Not good. That, that's you know. Here's a great another new section segment of this <laughs> podcast that we may or may not put forward together. Date suggestions straight from PS4. Dude. All right, buy some really cheap seats yeah. uh, to see a Logic show or a Jeezy show, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe preferably at an outdoor venue because 
you might be able to go down to the lower section later in the show. Um, with your girl or guy, whatever you're into, get some headphones. Put a, put a playlist together of your favorite songs. Put your headphones in and rock out to the show. Every time a song changes, you change a song. And I guarantee you, you will have a better time than everyone around you. I had no idea where the fuck that was going. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally, honestly, that is a thousand percent true. Um, you know what's bad? It's bad when you bring out people... Like, you bring out your homies on tour or whatever at a show, right? Yeah. So, they're like, oh, here's somebody who's going to sing the song with me, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you get, like, and normally when it's a good song or whatever it is, people get excited that that person's oh, like, yeah, oh, right. my God, right, you know, right, right. oh, my, Nikki's here, oh, my God, yeah. you know. When G Easy brought out all his features, yeah, nobody cared. Oh, nobody cared. It was quiet on that. Really? Do you it was quiet. Out? All his little homies from that, that album that yeah, weren't yeah, really, yeah. That, that weren't even good. That was before oh, the ASAP okay. shit, you know, gotcha, it was like gotcha. the whack shit. So, yeah. I mean, apparently, like, I, g has mad love in the Bay. Yeah. So, I don't know who he's paying off for that love. Which is confusing to but, me. But, uh, hey, you know what? Is he, is that, like, kind of reverse racism? It's like, people, like, he's the one white dude from the Bay, so, like, the black guy's like, we gotta champion this guy. I don't, I honestly don't like, know what it is. he's the one cool white rapper from the Bay that I know. Dude, I don't know what it is, but he's making a move. He's, he's yeah. getting, he's getting a lot of money. It was weird, because, like, I remember, remember when Noisy did that show where they, they visited a city and did, like, did the, their quote unquote comprehensive uh, survey of the hip hop scene. Like, the one that got offset sent back to jail? Or yes. take off, <laughs> yeah, take off yeah. sent back to jail. Right, right. right. Yeah, um, that one. When they did the one on the Bay, you know, they covered, you know, the, the, the must know guys like E40. And then they did G Easy. <sighs> and then they talked to his mom in, in a weird way. And they used this segment to almost like legitimize how Bay Area and like Hood G Easy was. And she told a story how when he was a kid, he stole a bike. And then I don't know if he returned it or kept it, but that was like the story that like were you supposed to film the story? Is like yeah, he used to be on the corners like you know <laughs> through like thirty degree weather. And I know it's the bay, but like just some like super hard stuff. like no, this is still a bike. He's a douchebag. <laughs> his mom was like yeah, so he was just a little piece of shit, and <laughs> right. uh, his dad threw money at him, so now he has a career. Right. Uh, isn't he like isn't he somebody's famous like son? I th- always thought he was like is he? I don't know. But dude looks way too perfect. Like, he's, like, prim proper in his Bay Area. I'm like, how is that possible? Yeah, I mean, the fact that he just looks like a greaser is, Yeah, like, yeah I don't understand anything about g Easy. It's very confusing. Including how that was the first person... That's the first famous person I ever saw at the source. g Easy really? came in, and he was, like, trying to get us to, like, get some merch or something like that. Yeah. He was just throwing out shirts. And I, like, took one because I was dead broke back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was like... I need this. <laughs> like, I actually need this. <laughs> Thank you so fucking much. <laughs> he was like, well, you know, I was standing on the shirts of the stores. This black guy just started crying. He called me Messiah and said, thank God for the bay. <laughs> started doing gang signs and shit. I don't even know. Um, yeah, I mean, were, did people in, in the office like freak out? It's like, oh my God, that's GZ. No, nobody cared. Oh, really? He literally was throwing shirts at us and people weren't trying to catch it. Besides for me, <laughs> yeah, right. who was apparently shirtless down that day. <laughs> Now imagine you in there, just shirtless. It was the original one, too. The, uh, yeah, right. 46, the right, 44th by, uh, Daddy's house, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was that one. So imagine that cramped spot. Oh, I'm just shirtless, <laughs> begging people for change to get a dollar slice. Yeah, is... And then this douchebag comes in and is like, y'all used to steal bikes. <laughs> that is the sa- I need to see that animated. That's just a sad, sad episode of your life. <laughs> It was, uh, it was by far the worst episode of my life, I could tell you that much. <laughs> but no, this is 
we're making fun of them, but this is probably the best moment of Logic's life because yeah. now instead of being just a half black guy, uh, he's now the thirty million dollar man. Yeah, uh, he just signed a new deal. Yeah, and he wasn't the only person to sign a new deal this week. His was obviously like the big, kind of big news. Yeah, uh, but also kind of the the biggest amount that I heard mm-hmm. this so far this year. Thirty million dollars is not something to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Um, but this other kid signed with uh, who was it? Was it Atlantic? Um, who? It might have been Epic. No, I think it was Atlantic. Uh, Juice World. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, who he signed a three million deer, I think, with Atlantic. Uh, we'll double check it later. Yeah. But um, I had never heard of this guy in my life. Yeah. And I listened to his music all day, just all day. Juice World. He has an album nine nine nine. He has a song called "All Girls Are the Same" or something like that, where he kind of, in a weird way, just paints all women as yeah. weirdos and abusers and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but I listened to his stuff, and I can honestly tell you i wish i was a high schooler now because he just sounds like he should he's instead of being signed to atlantic he should have been signed to fucking epitaph yeah because his music is so <clears throat> early 2000s pop yeah, yeah. emo it's yeah, yeah. ridiculous his music he's, he croons but his crooning is not that good mm-hmm. um instead of guitars he has 808s i mean he has a couple good tracks i did like i did enjoy but it's so weird to me like this so this whole era of uh, SoundCloud slash Mumble slash whatever the hell you want to call them disparagingly. Yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of pop email of the early 2000s in like middle school and high school of our years. Like they're all kind of depressed. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of. Yeah, I mean, that's you know. why like Little Peep was so popular. Mm. Um, you know, like his. Yeah, I, I didn't like his stuff at first. I didn't really understand it. But then it was weird. Like once someone kind of explained it to me how it's like. Kind of like emo rock with hip hop, with like you know the trap hi hats and the eight oh eights or whatever. And after that, I, I revisited it and it just sounded way cooler to me. It was like this is something I, could I still don't into. like it. You still don't like yeah. it. I tried to listen to this stuff after he passed, <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know him beforehand. And yeah. I kind of wish I didn't know him now. But I you know rest in peace because yeah, a beautiful life was just stamped out. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see I see where he came from with that. Like I, I understood. Like yeah, I mean he sampled a whole bunch of like grunge. I sampled, so, yeah. uh, pretty sure he sampled like Senses Fail and shit like that. But mm-hmm. no, these guys, I think some of these guys that are still kicking it are a little bit superior. At least Juice World, I think, was mm-hmm. a little bit better because it's just more palatable, at least for my old ass. Yeah. Compared yeah. to them, I'm not even old. I'm t- right. fucking 26, yeah, but yeah. compared to them. No, but we're washed compared to them. Exactly, exactly. Their, their whole lives are ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, and, and speaking of just like Epitaph and like what I would love to see now are labels signing people that you would never expect. Mm. So, for example, Jack White's third man label just signed Shirt. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, uh, so he's a rapper from Queens. He's actually featured on our first song that we put out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a guy that I've just been in touch with for a while. Like super Queens dude. Like, you know, he, whole gab would just be jeans, Tim and a hoodie. Um, who's actually now getting his master's in fine arts in Switzerland. Uh, that's but that's another whole story, but yeah, just the fact I, I don't even know I gotta talk to him how that whole conversation even started with the label, but out of nowhere you know they third man announced that they signed him they're putting out his next album called Pure Beauty which is out now it's a great album, but I would love to see and maybe it's because you know some record labels aren't prepared to take on other artists and they're too scared, but it would I would love to see them like signing artists you know and giving them a chance. Um, who are normally in their wheelhouse, I yeah. guess. 
Give him, give him a different location, a different world to grow in. Yeah. You know, I mean, these artists are already doing that. I yeah. feel like one of the reasons why, you know, music's democratized now is not only because, you know, you have SoundCloud and stuff like that, but it's also because the artists are outpacing the labels in creativity in a certain way. Yeah. Like, they are seeing things further and faster than A&R's. I mean, artists are, that ca- are playing catch-up now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. labels, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, labels, yeah. They're playing super catch-up, and yeah. it's like... These these kids that are on like quote unquote SoundCloud rappers, even though Lupe was a SoundCloud and all these other guys are SoundCloud right. rappers, um, well at least Kendrick was, they have already saw where the future is going mm-hmm. and they're already racing towards there. Mm-hmm. And these labels are way behind them. And I feel like if somebody like the Epitaphs, like all these other people that we used to love their music, f- mm-hmm. fueled by Ram and shit like that, right. if they really saw the big de- like the deal, and they listened to the music and they were like, yo, this is exactly what we do. Right. We should just like bring them into our wheelhouse, get these right. engineers and show them like how crazy they can actually get it. That'd be fucking nuts, dude. And that's partly why we run our own label. Exactly. Exactly. Hopefully every artist that we put out music from will go on to sign a deal or end up in a situation where they're happy. Exactly. Because that's... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, Chance obviously is is solid proof that you don't need the label. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's... I wonder if he still gets, like, emails and texts from people. like, hey, how about this bag over here? You, You... you think you want to take this this year? Like, what are you doing with this album that you're putting out next? <laughs> and like, or, or have they given up? Do they already know that Chance is never signing? I think they know that Chance's team yeah. is smarter and wiser than to just take any old deal. I yeah. mean, this is we're done, done. Those days of giving an artist a Cadillac and them just walking away happily yeah. are kind of over now, right? So people know what they're worth. That's why you have Logic getting $30 million because they had one three triple platinum song. Right. Um, and I, I'm happy for it. I'm happy that what Chance represents. Mm-hmm. I'm super happy what, you know, Drake represents where he found a label to work with and now he has his own imprint. You know, right. Stuff like that. Like, I, I'm, I am extremely happy about the business acumen of some of the major uh, artists and I think that's something that, you know, besides for the democratization of music has yeah. widespread effects. I wonder if Drake is ever going to actually sign a rapper. He did. People were saying that he's he afraid did. to sign. He did? He did? I thought he did. Maybe you're right. I think you're right. I know he signed. I don't think yeah, so. No. He's a lot of singers. It's all singers. It's, it's yeah. It's Party, or no, party Next Door is. Is he party signed to them now? I don't know what Party Next Door is. He's Majid Jordan, Division, all singers. And someone was saying that, like, I don't know if I saw this on Twitter, but like he's afraid to sign a rapper and he doesn't want another rapper to compete with within his own label. That seems silly. I don't think he's I could see him being that petty, but yeah. only because, you know, it's a meme about how petty Drake right, is. Right. But I feel like Young Black JB, JB could be the first one he signs. Yeah? Yeah. I wonder if they've even discussed that. But, like, I mean... Probably he gave him the verse for free. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. But, like, yeah, Drake likes to jump on waves. Yeah. And just kind of heighten it to whatever end he wants it to. I don't know if he'll go so far as signing him. Well, because he learned from the best. Jay did it. Kanye did it. Right. He might as well keep doing it. Right, right. Yeah. It's very rare that the guy who's running everything is the wave, right? Mm. By himself, Dolo. Right. I mean, that's what made Wayne so special, right? right? Uh, when he brought up Drake and Nicki. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why Drake's out exactly like Wayne. It's right, very right. rare that that happens. Yeah. You know? So That's true. Damn. I really hope the Carter 5 comes out. But you already have the Barter 6, so why are you... <laughs> I mean, we're past that, dude. It's like Chinese democracy, all right, my guy. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> all right um... Now, this is probably going to be the last thing that we talk about. I really wanted to talk about this before uh, before we leave today because it's not going to be relevant next week. Okay. 
Lil Xan is banned by Waka. Yes. Now, years ago, if you were in New York, yeah. Waka would have been banned yeah. for just existing and being Waka. I'd be surprised if he wasn't. I'm Same. pretty sure like someone from the Onyx or fucking Vlad maybe have like banned him or something. Yeah, but we didn't have Twitter back then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now Waka, who's almost like, I don't know if you can call him a legend yet, but I would say give it another 10 years, see how Grocery Party still bangs, mm-hmm. and then we could probably say if he's a legend or not. Yeah. Um, but he does have, to me at least... Like legend in what, like Lil Jon sense legend? Yeah, just like in yeah. dance, like dance, party, yeah, hype, yeah, yeah, yeah. rock, rap, right, right. Okay, you know? Okay. Flockavelli is a is a classic oh, in, yeah, that, yeah, in yeah. that field, you know. Flockavelli is just a hard classic. Dude, hard to paint, yeah. Grove Street Party, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay. No hands, like shoot. And then he transitioned to like the EDM. EDM, and he's yeah. doing great. Yeah. He's a great representative yeah. of hip hop for that. Yeah. So like, you know, him and Lil John, you know, yeah, I yeah. wish Bone Crusher could have done that. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, that would have been like more dubstep. I feel like. For could sure. you imagine dubstep? Bone Crusher, if you're out there, please hit us up. We will find you the nicest dubstep <laughs> producer that doesn't exist. I, I want Bone Crusher and Crazy Bone on the same EDM track. All right, that's my that's my dream. All right, you, what do you have a dream? I have mine. Oh God, we have to call the song T Bone. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Lil Zan, if you don't know, he was doing an interview for who was he doing an interview it was for? Revolt. He was doing an interview for because Revolt. This internet friend of mine Lucas he runs the video content there mm-hmm. and yeah he, he I think he's the one that conducted the interview I mean he was doing this interview for Revolt okay and... pause though pause just the premise of asking new artists about older artists yeah is really just a setup at this point right are we ever yeah. really expecting someone to be like oh yeah this A, B, and C were my favorite songs by this rapper here let me rap 16 bars from them <laughs> And then go into an unknown story that no one else like. But I, I honestly think that some of these people, are, some of these kids are playing dumb. I do honestly what do you mean think playing dumb. Like, like who, they actually know. Yeah, I do think some of them actually know. They might and not they know. do it for the publicity. I think they might know. Yeah. They probably they, the same with. I feel like when I'm at a party and like a song I know is on, yeah. but I know I don't know the lyrics to yeah, it, yeah, so yeah. I just mouth the words. Okay. I feel like it's the same thing where they like they probably do know, but they're embarrassed to not know the exact words or the exact song. Exactly. Like every single rapper, I guarantee you, I don't care if they're Lil Zan, I don't care if they're freaking Eric Sermon. Every single one of them knows who Nas is. Mm. So somehow Lil Uzi Vert and his years of growing up was the only person in the okay, fucking okay. world. I'm not, I'm not just Nas. saying about like just like base knowledge, but also just having opinion, right? Because like we know most of these kids don't give yeah. a fuck about an older true, rapper. True. So just by almost definition, they're just going to think it's not as good as their stuff. Mm-hmm. And then obviously they'll take it a step further just because kids like to be extreme with their opinions. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. just trash. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. No, I, yeah, that's it is it is a setup. Yeah, it is because I mean, think about how many fucking mixtapes Gucci was dropping. Think how yeah. many mixtape Walkers was dropping. Yeah. Think how many Jeezy was dropping. Like yeah. just to keep up with all of that. Then you have the Kanye's, Jays, the Lupe's, the all these guys to have them know all of that era, and then you you know you also have the you know clips and all of them dropping to have them know that era alone would be tough. Mm-hmm. But then to ask them about two decades ago when their parents were probably growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like these yeah. guys are so young, their parents were probably in high school and not yeah. dropped. You know, so like I mean, yeah, get get a group of fifty middle school, high school kids right now, play them a Will Zan song, mm-hmm. and then play them a Tupac song. They'll be like, "This Tupac shit is boring." Yeah, it's just, it's like it's a, it's a different vibe. Yeah, it's a different, it's a whole different era. It does take it takes time to appreciate music that came before your generation. It yeah. just does off it the does. top. You know, it took me a long time to really you know 
look at jazz in a way that it's like, oh, you know, this album isn't just a saxophone being played. It's actually great music being played, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't blame them for not having that knowledge or not having that appreciation yet. I mean, Lil Xan's what, like 19? He's young. Yeah, yeah, so like, I mean, by the time he's 21, I guarantee you his opinion's going to change. He's not going to say it's, like, he's not going to say like, oh, it's a five out of five, this is the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. Right. But he's going to be like, oh, there was a moment in time where that, that song mattered. Because True. there's a moment in time right now, and Lil Xan's going to have to learn that eventually, where Lil Xan matters. Right. You know, Betrayed is a big song to these high schoolers because it's telling them not to take Xan. Yeah. Whereas Which, if I hear it, it's like a whack ass song, but like for them, it's a it's a major song. You know? Yeah, that's true. So um, yeah, I just and it's and it sucks though because it's an unforeseen consequence by these kids when when Zan says you know Tupac's music is boring. And by the way, also Othi Greedo called Tupac a bitch ass n word. Um, and what? then, well, I mean he so Othi Greedo did an interview I think for Rolling Stone or some some established publication. And I forget how Tupac came up, but he basically said that Oth he basically called him a bitch ass N word. And um, later on, like he kind of tweeted saying that he was joking in some in, in one way or another. Um, but yeah, so it's not just Lil Xan, you know, who yeah. thinks that Tupac is not the greatest. But it's like it's an unforeseen consequence on someone like O3 Grito, who's super hot right now, Lil Xan. It's just when the kids hear that they, again, will have no inclination to go back and revisit it. And if someone does play Tupac, they already have a preconceived notion that it's trash. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's going to suck just for the, the record keeping. But there's always going to be those fucking nerds. I mean, that's what yeah. we are. We're yeah. those goddamn nerds. So, you know, they'll, they'll get their appreciation. Um, I would love to see somebody ask anybody about Lupe. Because I, mean? like, just, I feel like if they think Tupac's trash and they're not, like, if they're very fast to say it, I can only imagine if you played them a song of lasers, how ruthless, how ruthless that critique would be. That oh might, that might even God. backfire because like we don't like lasers, but maybe there's a pop song on there that would sit well it's with his best-selling album. I know because it's like it's a pop album, yeah. basically. God, that song was that album was so bad. Yeah, and he's I don't know if he's still if that still scars him, but he's not. He's not even focused on music right now. Do you know what he's doing recently? No. He was over in China shooting a, a TV series for, I think it was a local show in China, um, where he just basically learns Kung Fu. He learns different forms of martial arts. Yo, shouts out to Lupe, man. Dead ass. Yo, dude, dude is living dude a dream. Most. Dude is living a dream for all black nerds out there. <laughs> Yo, literally. He went from rapping. Yes. Being a platinum artist. Yep. To fucking Twitter battle rapping like Daylight for yeah. a little bit. Then he tried, I think, be an e-gamer for a little bit. No, he was successful. He was an e-gamer. He, he beat... Or an e-sports. E he beat uh, one of the best uh, Street Fighter uh, players oh, in the he world. Beat he him. beat him. I know he challenged him. I don't know if he yeah, won. Yeah, he won. Okay. Yeah. And now he's over in China learning about martial arts yes. and getting paid to do this. Yes. 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 That's yes. incredible. What... You tell me what's a better freaking black nerd dream than that. That is it. That, that, is, it. that is it. Like, I don't Eventually know. he'll have his own manga and then that's a wrap. Yeah, it's game, game over, yeah. you know? <laughs> Game over. Yeah. Like, it's going to be done. Like, he's he's doing it, guys. Wait, but hold on. Okay. This is this gives me a mind fuck. What does that mean when Waka bans someone from hip-hop? Nothing. Waka doesn't have that power. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it means absolutely nothing. Uh, but it's nice it to see that he, yeah, it's nice to see that he cares. But uh, <laughs> we're I'm okay. I'm curious who even brought his attention to Lil Xan in this comment. Or I don't was it know. Just social media, I guess maybe it might have just been social media, but it also might have just been that. Um, I, I I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know, and it's fucking hilarious. That he yeah. likes to get banned people. Yeah. 
I want to know, can we... I want to be banned from hip-hop by Waka. Um, okay, so... We just have to say some outlandish shit about some OG. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Specifically Atlanta OG. So pr- probably say like, you Atlanta, know... Atlanta, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That'd probably be, that'd be the quickest way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something about like Jermaine Dupri? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, now I have to ban you. <laughs> <laughs> again, meaning nothing. Yeah. Once again, it means just as much as Waka banning, just doesn't have as many retweets or followers. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, man. Banning someone, from, that's just a wild idea that you can do that. He knows that he can't do that, right? He has to. Somebody had to bring it up to his yeah. attention. Like, yeah. bro. Yeah, well, someone was like, yo, yo, chill, chill, chill. Yeah. You, you can't do that. Hold that. Hold that <laughs> hold thought. That, Love that thought. Say less, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, I would love though for Lil Yachty to record a diss verse over like grocery party or something. I would love for Lil Xan to battle Tupac. What? Yes. What does that even mean? Just, just have him do a diss track to Tupac. Oh, oh. yeah. Just, just do a diss track. And then literally play any Tupac song afterwards. Be like Tupac on this. <laughs> Game Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that's oh my god how long are we at right now that that is our end right there we're just gonna end it right there yeah yeah man okay cool um what's follow it? us on our uh on our socials what's your name again uh this is brian yeah what's your social though oh uh, my socials not upstate everywhere but not so important Follow us, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all PS4080, PS4080. Um, and I'm James, and literally, if you want to follow a person that doesn't do anything, you could just follow at Native Jimmy on Twitter, and I think I'm Jimmy Not Hendrix on Instagram. Um, I don't know, you've some hot takes. As of late. Mm, yeah, I tweeted three times. That's, yeah. what, that's what you mean. Yeah. That's what you mean. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's really all about at PS4080. You're on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, we would be on anything that you have, like the social media that you know about. Let us know so we can be at that. And you can always email us anything that you want to email Unless it's MySpace. Just get off that. MySpace. Oh, no, actually, we're, we are on MySpace and we're also on Tinder. It doesn't really make sense, uh, but we've gotten matched like 17 times. It's, it's really odd. Swipe right if you want to hear our next thing. <laughs> It's thirst, thirst trap. Yes. All right, guys, have a good one. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. One.